Ask the Podcast Coach for December 5th, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach because it's Saturday and it's 1030. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com and joining me right over there, over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv, Mr. Home Gadget Geeks himself. Yeah, Jim, greetings, how's it, how's greetings going, Dave. Buddy? Sorry, I cut you off. Uh, greetings, well, Dave. I, I threw that in. <laughs> He's like, wait, that's not the... Uh, I didn't know when you were going to stop and when you were going to start. <laughs> I, was, I was watching you. Greetings, happy Saturday morning to you. We just came off our big 10th anniversary show on Home Gadget Geeks. So 10 nice. years of, of podcasting over there at TheAverageGuy.tv. Super fun show, by the way. If you ever get a chance to make it 10 years in podcasting, I'd eight or nine call-ins and yeah for uh, two guests that started with me originally that came back so um so it was it's been a big week for us here at the average guy.tv so it's always good to be here on saturday mornings nice and uh are you feeling thirsty at all oh every saturday morning this coffee just energized (laughs) (laughs) of course that is the morning pour brought to you by the one and only podcastbranding.co we're talking about mark this is a guy, he's a podcaster, he's an award-winning graphic artist, and if you're looking for like a logo, if you're looking for podcast artwork, if you're looking for a, hey, I don't need no stinking template, really like, wow, professional-looking website, Mark is the guy. What's great about it is he will actually go over listen to your podcast. He works with you like side-by-side to make sure that, hey, it's just not a piece of artwork that's like loud and obnoxious when your podcast is quiet and subdued. That's not going to work. So if you're really worried about making a great first impression, I'm here to tell you, I, the other day I was doing something and it asked for the school of podcasting logo and it sounds weird, but like when I get to upload it to something new, I'm like, you know what, man, I'm glad I have a cool logo. That's a cool logo. It's like, I'm not going to like, uh, I need to fix this later. So I was like, yeah, check out my logo. It's cool. So uh, if you need any of that stuff, if you need a PDF, I mean, the list goes on and off. If you have anything and you're like, mm, I want this to look professional. Go see Mark over at podcastbranding.co. It is the way to go. And uh, tell him that uh, you heard about it on the uh, on the school of Pina. The school of Pina? Yeah, that's Dave hitting like five buttons at the same time, and his brain just went, eh. You have a stroke? I did. I'm having a stroke right now. Ugh. Yeah, tell him that uh, Dave and Jim sent you from As the Podcast Coach. That was fun. I'm that's our new wine podcast, the school of Pino. <laughs> Jim, have you, like, from the, you just said you've been doing this 10 years. Is the show primarily the same, though? Are you still in your lane? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still very much the same. You know, we, we started the show with the intention of helping people with technology, right? We were, we were the neighborhood tech guys, and we wanted to help people. Same kind of thing. We bring, we, and it's, it's interview style. So, yeah, I think we've stayed in the lane for, for 10 years. We, we swerve from time to time. I've had on... You know, I've had guests on that are promoting their books that aren't necessarily technology related or whatever. I've done some of that and I get a little backlash from the audience when I do those kinds of things. But um, for the most part, yeah, we and but we Dave, we found some things too, where like we do some things now that we learned during the show that we knew the audience responded to well, right? We did as an example, like my daughter came on mm-hmm. and we talked kind of about technology, but my audience is really interested in what my daughter has to say. And so we've right. kept doing that, right? So yeah, so for the most part, but then little swerves from time to time. Well, I'm going to play a clip. I'm a big fan of this show. Do you listen to Mike Rowe by any chance? I do. 
I do. The way I heard it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm I'm hoping I can do this and pause it. Uh, if not, will you? Well, we'll find out here as we okay. go. Let's give it a uh, And I just realized I was having a hell of a time writing anything because every time I sat down here at my little keypad, the only thing that came out the other end was not a story for the curious mind with a short attention span. <laughs> it was some, it was something else. You know, it's really been fun channeling Paul Harvey, and I don't want to stop doing that. You know, forever. But I got to tell you, it's also been really instructive listening to guys like Joe Rogan and comedians like Bill Burr and some other podcasts that I've stumbled across. And I, I, I admit it, I, I envy, <laughs> I envy the form, you know, where you can sit down with a friend or a, or a or an expert mm-hmm. or a celebrity or just somebody who's interesting. And now listen to how busy he is and talk to them, you know, like a human being. I, I just. I think that's something that I want to experiment with if I can, but this show is, has been sucking up a lot of our time and there's a, a, a terrible rumor that seems increasingly likely to be true that discovery wants more dirty jobs. And another rumor that, that Facebook wants more returning the favors and another rumor that TBN wants more of somebody's got to do it or something like it. There's even a rumor that this podcast the way I heard it might very well be turned into a TV show. So this is all good news. Yes. It's a good problem. Um, But it just means, you know, in this weird zero sum game, I've only got so much time to do whatever it is I can. And man, writing takes time. Yes, it does. Particularly for you. But I was really bummed to hear that he's thinking of making his show longer. Cause he even says at the beginning, it's short stories or the show the is the way I heard it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's the way I heard it by micro great show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's short stories for the curious mind with a short attention span. And that is my shower podcast. Hmm. Like I turn it on, I get in and when Mike is done and that's with me starting at about two minutes in. So I skip the commercials. Um, when Mike is done, I don't care how warm the water is and how great it is. Because I would stay in a shower for a week sometimes. I, I would get out and I kind of was like, oh, man, I hope this guy doesn't change his format. And I, I, I listened to that and I was like, well, number one, he's doing the thing I say to never do. He's comparing a show to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I listen to Joe Rogan. I don't know about you. I've listened to Joe Rogan. And if it's not a guest that I don't know, it, even when it is a guest, like I was dying to hear Adam Curry on his show. One of the worst interviews. Mm. I mean, like he does a really good job of having dialogues, but there's a lot of times that I'm like, man, this could be like, and again, who am I to say the guy's got different audience, though, Dave. different audience. Yeah. He's, he's and uh, to a different group. So I was kind of like, ah, I think that's part of the problem. The other part that I cut out is he had a thing. He did an episode on a baseball player. It was like one of the first gay baseball players and Billy Martin introduced him and used the F word. Oh, and Billy Martin Jr. said, my dad never said that, yada, yada. And of course, his show is this is the way I heard it. And I think it really kind of set him back because he was like, wait a minute. I am at times just repeating other people's stories in a creative way. What if the other people got the story wrong? And I think it kind of like, oh, wait, I'm I'm perpetuating what could be gossip. I think that's really what kind of started this. But I was just like, um. I don't know. It was just like, please don't change your format. If you want to do a longer show, do a longer show. 
but don't change your your format. That was, and in fact, I actually went over and put, I put like a four paragraph thing on. Please do not change your show. I it's the short attention span. That's me. And if you change it, you know, yeah, I, I almost prefer he stop. Do if he's if he's going to do a different show, just do it in a different feed and stop. And it's okay. It's okay if you're if you don't have enough time to do it. It's okay. I mean, that's what's what he's saying. It's like the writing for a very short show and as tight as he makes those shows mm. is a lot of work. I mean, and it's just, it's, it's super well done. I mean, it's some of the best oh. quality you'll find anywhere. He is so magical in the way he both writes and the way he speaks. But I, yeah, <clears throat> I think now, but here's the deal, Dave, he can do anything he wants. That's it. That's the thing. <laughs> you say this all the time. So, yeah. you know, it's like, if he wants to do it, if he wants to go long play on his on on the way I heard it, he can do that. Yeah. He may sacrifice some listeners in the process. Well, that's it. He may he may sacrifice me in this case. I'd be like, because uh, there was another show I used to listen to that she it was a news show, and she said all the best news in less than ten minutes, and she kept adding more and more segments because the show needed to be longer because she wanted to add more sponsors, and I was like. Mm, that's not what I tuned in for. Yeah. You changed your format. And so I tuned out. I don't listen anymore, but that's my whole thing, I guess is, is if you change your format, you might lose your audience, but you also have to keep in mind, you also might pick up an audience and there are going to be some people that just stick around. Yeah. You, no might, gain, you might gain some, I, you know, and then depending on how long you've been out there, I think matters too. If you've been out for six months and you go to change, I don't think it's as big of a deal as if you've been out for three years. Cause You've weeded out the audience already. Like the people who want to listen to you are already there. And the ones that haven't have left, right? They're, they're gone. And then if you radically change at that point, whereas it, then, you know, you're shocking your audience where it's six months, you know, you're still kind of, you know, you're figuring it out. Your audience yeah. is figuring it out, right? That kind of deal. So I think it kind of depends if all of a sudden, and I've done some radical on Home Gadget Geeks, you know, I've done some, a few changes to the norm. Uh, you know, I wanted to do shorter content on home gadget geeks because it was, you know, we're an hour and 20 minutes. So I was like, oh, we need to get something shorter. So I started home tech tips, which was an offshoot of that. And I did, I don't know, 30, 40 episodes of that where I pulled out little short tidbits and put them on mm-hmm. home tech tips. One of those on YouTube's done like 25,000 views, which in YouTube land isn't all that much just to be hundred percent honest, but it's a lot for me. So, you know, I, I tried instead of changing the show, I tried to, I do it. I did an offshoot of the show and, and did something different. And I, I think that's, that would be the advice I'd give. If you're going to do something different, don't do it on your, on your established show, do something different. Yeah, that would be my thing. I'm like, if you're really going to change it, that I, of course I said, uh, Rogan. So everybody is, is chiming in. Cause this was the month. Have you seen what they did to a show? Let me share oh, my screen here oh, real quick. No. If you go into spot, now this is Spotify on a desktop, so I'm sure the app looks different. But what they did is they broke up his stuff into playlists. So here's Joe on all the viral episodes. Here's one where he talks sports. Here's one where he talks health. Here's motivating guests and he talks academics. And then you actually have his show up here. And what they're doing different now is I hit play and there's no seven minutes of commercial. So I'm like, well, that's different. And you know why? Because they let you get sucked in about two minutes. And then it's Joe on a completely different microphone, said the guy listening through podcasting ears, uh, doing his ads and you can't skip them. And I was like, oh, and I was not like I, I 
I've heard some really good interviews on Joe Rogan. I, I thought his interview of Barry Sanders that was running for president. I thought that was really insightful. Um, I loved his interview with Ted Nugent because Ted Nugent was explaining how his son is a vegan. And I'm like, that's got to be an awkward Thanksgiving at the Nugent house. <laughs> no, you just have more mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And they had, are you all of a sudden uploading a video because you've turned into Max? No. Oh, you sound yeah, great. I was looking at a video, so yeah, I should stop here in a second. Because <laughs> all of a sudden you're you're doing the robot. I'm like, oh, well, cool. no, that's that's interesting. It was so my doorbell rang, so I checked. I was checking the ring cam, wow. and I, it must have when I did that, it must have created a file to upload at the same time. I have to remember that. How about yeah. now? Am I still? Uh, I'm still okay. You're 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 getting there, but yeah, you're still pretty choppy. Okay, well, you keep um, talking, we'll come back. Yeah, Dave says, what if he did the current part as a segment of a larger show? Yeah, I mean, I've done that. I have a, um, I took a segment because of my podcast and I made it its own podcast because if I had a client that's like, I'm thinking of starting a podcast, like, what's the biggest benefit? I can just go because of my podcast.com. Go, go listen. You know, there, here's how you benefit from podcasting and that whole nine yards. So he could. Um, and then so he could have his longer thing. I don't know. I, I think the, he, he had two things there. Number one, he was talking about just how, it's a stressful time. Pandemics are not fun. Uh, and he's got, a, and then that the guy that kind of said, Hey dude, you're, you got your facts wrong and you're, you're ruining my father's name. I think that really kind of knocked him back. And I think but those two things, cause I, I know right now I started a podcast about Akron, Ohio. I quit because the only news that's available, cause that was me. I was just going to be reporting on. And I went to, I have a whole list of Akron sites to check to see what's going on. And there's one topic and that's the coronavirus. And I'm like, I can't, I'm just, I'm done with it. So, uh, and in my case, I just said, Hey, I'm taking a break till probably 2021. I'll be back, you know? And that's what Mike did. Mike did really do a great job when he got his book deal. He said, I'm stopping the podcast for about three months. I will be back on this date. And when he came back, he said, Hey, I'm back. And the good news is I think I have a TV show. So I'm going to be very spotty for the next couple of weeks. So, with Mike, just really quick, one one more thought on this before we transition off of it. You know, it's a it's a case where success has led to a lot. He's where he's going to make some compromises. You know, he's kind of yeah. the, and he's really the opposite of Joe Rogan when when we think about what he does. I mean, Rogan really, I'm not going to say he mails it in, but what he does is the easiest thing to do. Like he just sits down and talks for three hours. And yeah, you got to do a little research and blah blah blah. That's actually, I think, the super easiest way to do it. What Mike does is infinitely harder because his, I think his quality is just much, much higher. It's tight. It's concise. It's done very, very, very well. So, um, you know, the, 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 the two are, are very, very different and, and, and good for you for letting him know, Hey, like, like don't, don't compromise your quality on this yeah. thing. Now, if he wants to do it, he can, but, um, you know, we, it, it, you know, that's just going to be, he's obviously a very, creative guy because oh, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. he was the guy writing those stories. I uh-huh. thought he was just, I thought he had a team and that was going to be my advice to him. I'm like, go get a writer, find somebody else. If that's the hardest part, see if you can get somebody who could, could he you enjoys know, try that it. Part. He enjoys yeah. that part. Well, he should just cut the show down just to be honest. If he, if he doesn't have time for it, just shut it off for a while and bring yeah. it back. Dirty jobs was go- They did dirty jobs and then, did it come back or they're thinking of bringing it back or something? He's, like, they're thinking of, I'm like, I guess that's one of those things to me. I'm like, if I'm Mike Rowe and I'm making decent bank with a podcast and I've got a Facebook show and I'm like, 
I'm just going to be like, Hey, I know dirty jobs is kind of what I'm known for, but, uh, I don't need to get dirty anymore unless he liked right. that. You right. know, I was like, right. Well, he's got that feel good. He has that kind of feel good, a uh, vibe about him. You know, he creates yeah. feel good shows and, um, yeah, you got to do some work. Yeah. You know, you got to do some work. Well, good for him, you know, good for him for, for being popular in that and for yeah. having to make those decisions. Well, and, and I'll give him kudos. He's being very transparent. Yeah. He's like, Hey, here's what's going on. Here's what's in my head. And and when I went over and I looked, I went back today to see, you know, did Mike comment on my Facebook post or did, you know, and really it was his whole audience saying, I like the short show, but I love you more. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. Do what make it was over and over. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for your show. Do what makes you happy. So, uh, which I get. Um, and, and he's very honest in pointing out that he got inspiration from Paul Harvey. Yeah. And I forgot to write down the name who asked this. Somebody asked in Facebook, who is your podcast role model that you listen to so you can perfect your style of podcasting? Do you, did you have anybody? Yeah. Leo Laporte is, was, oh. was, was my inspiration for sure. And I got a chance to meet him at. Yeah. I was sitting right next to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got a chance to meet him in Orlando. So that was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, Harry, right. I think his, yeah. his son's name is Harry. Harry was super interesting. Like I've heard about Harry growing up over the years and the, then to meet him, um, was super cool. So yeah, I, I definitely, and I still kind of do. I mean, Leo is, is the king of, I think is the king of this, of doing what Rogan's now doing, but these interview shows that are weekly that are, you know, they're variety, basically variety shows. Leo is really good at it. And so I, I look to him a lot. That's funny because I, I just realized I haven't listened to Leo in a long time. Yeah. I used to. I would pop in every now and then, and it's just not a name that comes up. It was always he was kind of in the same way of uh, Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. His name doesn't come up hardly anymore. It's Rogan, Rogan, and Rogan. You know, and then yeah, true crime. And, and Rogan will go. He'll go the way of the. This is oh, yeah. it's, it's just it's just a time. It'll he'll do his thing. You know. Well, you know, Kyle Bondo in the Kyle Bondo in the chat said. Uh, He's like, I like Rogan, but I'm not going to Spotify. And I was like, oh, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see because I, I uh, Adam Curry, who was, if somebody said who inspired me to start a podcast, when I heard Adam Curry's voice come out of my speaker, uh, that was when I was like, wait a minute, you know, I know that guy and this sounds fun, but I, I think my influences, if somebody asked who's my influences, I would say, uh, and it's not even a podcaster, Dave Barry is a very sarcastic mm-hmm. writer that growing up, I just loved his column. And then probably David Letterman, the NBC days when he was like, look at us, we're on national television. I can't believe I'm going to do the suit of seltzer, you know? So <laughs> he used to just, those early days were uh, super funny. Yeah. So I think he got, you know, after his heart attack, he got, he, he kind of settled down and yeah. <clears throat> didn't do as much, but those early days were, were certainly interesting. Um, well, and, 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 and creative, right. And I, you know, so I, I think there's some, there's some opportunities for us in that as we think about those influences too, as you're mentioning, I had other, oh, one other one in mind that I was thinking of, oh shoot, it, it has disappeared, but you know, you don't have to be them. You can be like them. You can learn yeah. from them, you know, learn, learn some tricks and techniques. We spent a little bit of time this week, um, uh, interviewed, uh, somebody at work. And we were talking about, you know, practicing this craft and the art of going back and listening to your own voice. And I think that's actually something, you know, podcasters don't do enough of. They don't go back and listen to their mm-hmm. own audio, you know, and, and learn from themselves. 
how did that go? Did that go well? How did I do that? Is that a great way to do it? Those kinds of things. I think we can just learn from ourselves sometimes, you know, and, but, it, but it's hard. It's hard to do. And don't go to last week's show. Go to like yeah. four months ago so you can listen with completely fresh ears. Yeah, I love to. Uh, I, I heard, what was I listening to this week? Oh, really early episodes of the podcast review show. Number one, mm. apparently my voice is getting deeper mm-hmm. because it's like, wow, I, I just like, hey, welcome to the podcast review show. And I'm like, I think it's being tight versus being relaxed. It's the longer be- we do this, the more we get relaxed and our, our voice. It's the same kind of thing. I went back and listened to the very first episode of Home Gadget Geeks, and we played it in the pre-show of the 10th anniversary show. And it, it's brutal. You know, you're like, oh, my God, what was I what was I thinking? You know, yeah. and it's a little higher pitched. Uh, Coach Dave says, challenge is the mother of invention. The inspiration for my first podcast back in 2005 was reaching a focused target audience distributed around the world with different time zones with a very nuanced message. Yep, that's it's. Then that's really, I, one of the things I did, I had a, a client of mine reach out and she said, I want to do this show. I want to talk about relationships and blah, blah, blah. And she said, but I want to be funny. And she sent me uh, a link to, have you heard of the show call? I think it's call me daddy. Mm-mm. And I think this is the one it's on uh barstool sports. I think this is the one where they had two co-hosts and they went and then they split up. Okay. But the one that's left has like 1.5 million Instagram followers and probably another million on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not approved by any means, but she's 20 something and she's a social influencers and dropped so many F bombs in the first two minutes and was talking about genitalia and just like, and even, it even says in her bio and I have absolutely no filter. And I was listening to this and I was like, I just was like, wow, can't believe she's wow. Oh, wow. Wow. And I was like, that's interesting because you're either at this point going to tune out because it was not subtle. It was like, you know, she refers to her, uh, her audience. It's always like, Hey, you, you know, blah, blah, blah going on stuff. And it was like, wow. Uh, and, and I was like, so you're either going to love this girl or, or turn her off and go, Oh, I think I'm getting the vapors. I like, I can't, she's just set me into a tizzy. I can't believe she was talking like that. So, uh, that was, uh, and, and so I thought about that. A lot of times that's people that really have an audience, you know, they, uh, they're going to make you go one way or another. You're either going to love them or, or hate them. So, but, uh, you know, you know who I love? Well, we, I love people who let me pour more coffee before that's we it. get to that spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we also have, uh, Mr. Naughty Bits on deck. So that'll be coming oh, nice. up in just a second. Um, but, uh, oh, and I have to play the jingle because, oh, that's loud. That's right. The teacher's pet is now uh, the Dog Podcast Network. If you are into uh, dogs, uh, you got to check out the Dog Podcast Network because uh, James is going to be launching a new dog show. So I think that's one of the things he wants some advice on. But uh, it's, uh, so he he signed up to be the teacher's pet. That's just discounted one-on-one consulting so uh thank you james for coming on board i like the, gra- uh, I like the graphic on that yeah it's it's really yeah, he's it's well here's, here's the thing for all you coaches that think hey i'm going to start a podcast coaching business and, and people will knock at my door i think do you remember when podcast movement did that thing with the weird murmur rooms yeah, yeah, yeah. virtual that was, that was months ago yeah 
And I believe I haven't met with James yet, but I'm pretty sure that's where I met him. Oh, nice. and so I'll be interested nice. to see how he, he ended up uh, working with me. But uh, I mean, that was months ago. So it's, it's a, it's a slow grind at times. Um, our awesome $20 supporters, uh, people like Kim Kraji over at Toastmasters. If you, uh, if you want to develop your voice, reduce your editing time and improve your content, Toastmasters101.net. Um, Greg over at DebtShepherd.com. If you want to get your finances in line for 2021, the man is teaching financial wellness over at DebtShepherd.com. Shane at Spybrary.com, who will be coming on the School of Podcasting in the future because he's kind of crushing it with his other show, which is Torpreneur, um, which you would think would be really hard because who's traveling these days? Glenn the Geek Hebert, who from what I understand is on the path to getting back and all healthy. So we're glad to hear that. You can find him over at the horse radio network.com. If you like horses, he's got every kind of horse, every kind of podcast over there. Uh, Max Trescott, if you're into flying around in, in the air, uh, check out aviationnewstalk.com. Ed Sullivan, if you're looking for an editor, check out soniccupcake.com. And if you are want to uh, connect with some independent creators, check out the Indie Drop-In Network at IndieDropIn.com. Michael Delaney is over there at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Find him at babymountainradio.com. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And we're trying something new. You can also go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. And you will find things like my book, Profit from Your Podcast. You'll find links to the School of Podcasting. You'll find links to my Patreon account, which we just talked about. you also see a link there to Jim's Patreon account. So if you want to become part of the Home Gadget Geeks tribe, you can do that as well as a PayPal button. Just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. So that's thanks for, doing, thanks for doing that, Dave. Thanks for putting that on there. I don't, yeah. it's not a requirement, by the way. I don't it's nice of you. Thanks. Well, Thanks. I was just like, you know, some people like, you know, it's it's nice that the awesome yeah. supporter goes in my pocket. I'm like, well, there may be people that like legitimately like, well, I want to give money to Jim. How do I support Jim? I do and have I do have a Patreon. I, I'm actually uh, this week, actually, maybe even today, I'm buying the the Mo2 M2. So that's oh, nice. gonna, coming right out of the Patreon funds. To that's what my folks give it to me to do is to buy equipment. And so we've been talking. You know, when I went to Ed's place uh, a month or two ago, whenever that was, Ed Sullivan, I uh, hung out with Ed for the for the weekend. Um, he talked me into it, and so I've been I kind of been waiting for that all those all those dollars and cents to line up, and uh, I'm going to purchase it. It's to be honest, it's been out of stock. <laughs> you can't ah. you can't buy it, so it's supposed to be back in stock here. I'm I'm hoping I'm going to check today, but it's been out of stock for the last couple of weeks, so. Hoping it's coming up and uh, we'll keep checking on it. I just, I probably need to contact my Sweetwater guy over there and say, hey, just buy this thing for me. And Dave, don't you have a sweet, Sweetwater affiliate? Like, yes. If you go, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash Sweetwater. And I was going to show you, I think I ate it all. When I got my P4, yeah, the Zoom Podtrack P4. They send some candy. They send some candy. I was like, how oh, cool is that? And they, they a... Do. And if that's not enough, but wait, there's more. I got a Sweetwater sticker. So yeah, I think I have one on my go- computer over there. That'll be going on the iPad shortly. Hey, is, is Bang still waiting? He's still waiting. Oh, he's uh, he's being, very, being very patient. Being so the very- ones and only Bang's Naughty Bits, king of all things Reddit. Uh, Mr. Naughty Bits, how are you? How are uh, you, man? I hate to go this route, 
But are you aware of a YouTuber named PewDiePie? I am. I've heard of it. Isn't that like a long time ago kind of thing? He's still the top single yeah. solo really? YouTuber out there. Oh, and makes gaz- like boatloads of cash. Boatloads of cash. We yeah. can get back to the cash. There's a cash tie-in to this. Okay. He was doing something that probably was netting him $10,000. Would have netted him $10,000. He and a guest were screwing around as apparently is his will because i don't watch pewdiepie i can't manage to make myself do it he annoys me too much (laughs) but he broke out a recorder a recorder as in what you give a kindergarten class to play music it's sort of a flute with holes down the top got it okay and he and his music musically uh associated guests if i'm not mistaken decided to play some music and for about 20 seconds they decided they were going to play uh, my heart will go on by celine dion <laughs> now by play they moved their fingers on the recorder and blew in it really loud you would not understand that this was my heart goes on by celine dion okay if you listen to it it was copyright right struck Wow. 20 seconds of bad recorder playing that didn't sound like the original source code, most likely because he said, let's play right. as the My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Struck down by YouTube. And right. confirmed. He appealed it. It was confirmed. And whoever struck it down probably got about $10,000 worth of uh, revenue before he uh, took unmonetized his own video. So you can get copyright struck, copy struck, not just for playing the music, but for claiming you're going to play the music. Right. And YouTube will confirm this. Hmm. Even if you don't play anything resembling the music. That's so, a weird one. So when you go out and you grab random real music out there, you don't have a chance, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we, I think everybody knows at this point. Well, you can't. Not on YouTube. No, no, nobody knows. Nobody knows this. This question comes up every week. Yeah. 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 Well, nobody knows until they get hit by it and then they're suddenly shocked. Well, this audience knows because they hear us say it all the time. So (laughs) Twitch started implementing uh, automatic uh, copyright monitoring of background music about a month ago. And they panicked because they had no idea this was happening. Right. Right. Interesting. Anything else there, Doctor? No, Bay? just avoid TikTok like the plague. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good advice. That's one area I agree with you. So <laughs> nice. All right, my friend. Hi, right, Banks. Good, good hearing from you, man. Great, yep. great sound today. Yeah, right? I can see. You sound great. That's a sure Beta fifty eight A as opposed to the big boy. Nice, awesome, nice. Yeah, it sounds good. You right, have a know. great diet. Yeah. All right, take care. Have a good Saturday. See well, that leads us very nicely to a question that came up in Facebook. And then it came up from somebody who attends my Northeast Ohio podcasters meetup. And the question goes a little something like this. Hi, Dave. This is uh, Kim Flottam, the guy who's on your Northeast Ohio group, the B guy that, that you see every month. A quick question on a topic. And, and, and we were wondering our group about liability. And if, you know, how does that work if someone decides they don't like what you say or they accuse you of 
saying something that is unsuitable to them and and uh, all the things that can go wrong with liability. So uh, just a thought, Kim at growingplanetmedia.com. Any thoughts or, or uh, information or directions you can point me? Um, that would be appreciated. Appreciate it. Thank you. And it's one of those things that, man, I'm going to say five, maybe 10 years ago, somebody had a booth at Podcast Movement or PodFest. And I remember thinking, huh? Like insurance for podcasters. What? But you can get some sort of, I just did a quick, I just went liability insurance for podcasters in thimble.com came up. So I have no idea what it is. I owed it a couple other, you know, starting as low as $25 a month. And I'm like, that's why nobody has it. It's a monthly thing. And it's one of those things where, you know, if you got it, it's, it's in all insurance is like, you don't really need it until you need it. Right. So, yeah. What um, would you need it for? Do you think? Like what, think, what kind of things would you would you think you say? Apparently, right? I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna say something about somebody and they're gonna sue you, that's where you would that's where this kind of insurance would kick in, right? Yeah, I, I guess defamation of character. Maybe if I say something, so if you're doing any kind of reviews, like the podcast rodeo show, should probably have liability insurance because somebody could say Dave said my show was awful and you ruined it, and you know. I don't think there's insurance against libel. I don't think you can buy that well, kind of insurance. I think it's. I don't think it's for that. Yeah, I mean that's why I say at the beginning of the show this is an opinion, right? And only an opinion. Um, so errors and omissions, Bank says. Um, so oh, they're talking about Mastercards. You never know what the chat room. The chat room's having their own show. Um, so I'm not really sure to be honest with. You. I just know I got threatened when Audello had a thing. And I, I lost my cool. Oh. They uh they had had a, a website that said this sale ends in like you know thirty four minutes, and I went ahead and bought it and woke up the next day and the sale was still there and I was so mad I was like oh you guys lied to me blah 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 and you and I, I did a YouTube video said there are a bunch of crooks and thieves and blah 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 and they politely just said you can't and I said nobody should order from them and I think that's the one that really. That's when they unleashed the hounds. And they said, before we sue you into oblivion, would you like to take that down? And I went, uh, and so I asked um, uh, Gordon Firemark, and he goes, you can report on your experience. Yeah. This is what happened. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, but you can't just say, you know, I hate these guys. They're the, you gotta, you gotta have a little, you know, and he goes and document what you did, which doesn't always help by the way. I forget the other, Podmeo, I think it was that I had a thing on and I did, I mean, I had screenshots and the problem was they're VC backed. And apparently the VCs were like, Hey, every time we Google this company, this guy has a post explaining what a horrible time he had. And they threatened lawyers. And I was, I could have said, no, it's documented. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know about you. Anytime I can stay out of court um, on anything. Yeah. I am like, you know what? Not worth it. I'm not getting a lot of traffic from that. So it's, I listen, I, I, I listen to a lot of reviews because of what I do with home gadget geeks and there's, there's an, an appropriate way to review something. And then there's an inappropriate way. And, and some people just fall into this trap of thinking they have to word, use words like inappropriate and trash and, and hack and, 
you know, and you're like, I'm not sure that's really the right way to go. You you don't have to say it's the best thing ever, but right. like, just be careful about the words you use, you know, with that kind of stuff back to this insurance idea. I mean, you don't have to, the current culture, like that's, that's like when you do those kinds of things, you just kind of fall into the Reddit culture or you just kind of fall into the YouTube comments culture right. where people just say whatever they want. And and when you're doing it on a podcast and recording it, I guess, you know, when you're in Reddit or Facebook, it's recorded there as well, but it doesn't have to be that way. So I, I don't know this, our audience, Dave, everybody is really good that listens to this show. So I'm sure nobody's worried about that. Yeah. I, I guess a lot of it would depend. And I, I almost, if I had time, I would, uh, yeah, I see here. Here's one, you know, general liability insurance in five minutes. Uh, there's all sorts of different places, but, um, well, the yeah, liability our coaches, we, we sometimes recommend that our coaches get some kind of insurance because you're working with people and that you just never know what's going to go, what, what's going to happen in those kinds of situations. And so having some kind of, it's almost like buying a retainer is what you're buying with yeah. that. You're just retaining somebody to help you in these cases. Yeah, I just Googled it. This is, again, Thimble must be having a great SEO team. They came up again. As a podcaster, you know your show keeps people, um, company on their commute, whether they're tuning in to hear about an unsolved case or or tips, cultivating happiness, you know your podcast keeps the energy throughout the day. Uh, You deserve to do it worry-free, beyond the risk of bodily injury from anyone, wait, injury, anyway, from an advertiser to a subject of your reporting might become litigious. If you fail to air a sponsor's ad as often as contractually agreed upon, they could claim you're responsible for their lost revenue. See, none of this is really, you know, how much does insurance cost? Well, you have to get a quote, of course. Uh, What is covered? Bodily injury. I don't know, Jim, have you ever gotten hurt on the job doing Ask the Podcast Coach? Uh, You might have pulled a muscle pulling that big coffee mug, but... uh, (laughs) But, but Dave, there could be, I mean, in some, I, we laugh about this, but you never know like what people are going to do. You know, I'm sitting in this chair, I'm pouring coffee. It's super hot. I pour it on my lap. It (laughs) scalds me and damages me for life. I turn into a different person. And then I start saying, well, I did this during a a time when uh, I was on Ask the Podcast Coach. And, and yes, Dave does not pay me to do this, but he has, he, he now has my Patreon on his store. So it's an implied relationship yeah. that I, right. I mean, people get crazy when they get hurt or they get crazy when, you know, especially if that coffee spill caused a hundred and, you know, say it caused a million dollars worth of damage to me, you know, in medical costs. Well, all of a sudden then I'm just looking for ways to help yeah. get this paid for. And when you take it to a lawyer, they don't care. They don't care that you're my friend. They're like, let's sue Dave Jackson. Like, let's just see what happens. You know, as I, as I read through this, half these are sponsor related. Like if you mess up a sponsor, they might claim loss of revenue, blah, blah, blah. But I I guess call me naive. I don't really worry that much about it because now there are, um, Will Smith had a great uh, video on YouTube and he was doing kind of an ask me anything. And somebody asked him, like, would you rather be rich or famous? And he said, you know, I got to tell you, I I love being famous. He goes, because everybody wants to be loved. And when you meet people and they freak out because you're Will Smith and this and that, he goes, but on the other hand, he goes, I now have a team, a team of people who do nothing but 
take on, he goes, everybody's suing me for the stupidest stuff. You, you, you kind of go, wait, what? You can even sue for that. And he goes, yep, you can. He goes, and you got to go defend yourself. He goes, so I have a, he goes, that's the downside of, yeah. of kind of fame. So, yeah. So I don't want to say you don't need it. I'm just saying, I guess I would have to depend what the quote is. If they say it's nine bucks a month. Okay. Maybe I guess. But I would also have to get a lot more details on, you know, if somebody sues me because I don't like their show, you know. If, if I was thinking about it, I would pay a lawyer for an hour of conversation about it to say, mm-hmm. okay, um, you know, somebody especially who works in business law, right? And say, okay, here's what I'm doing. What 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 is your recommendation and what should I do? Pay that, pay that lawyer, whatever, somebody you trust to give you that advice. And then, and it's a one-time fee and then, then do what they tell you or don't, but, but that's what I would do. I'd get a little, I'd get a little advice first. Yeah. The, uh, the chat room was talking about the McDonald's. Uh, yeah. And, Cause I used the coffee example. Do you know, if you look into that though, cause everybody's like, that's insane that she got that kind of money. They were warned in the past. That's mm-hmm. the reason I didn't realize that. I forget, and again, did, where did I hear that on a podcast? Now, I can't remember which one and I can't, but they said in a very way, they're like, if you actually research that, the reason that woman won the case isn't because it's like they had been warned in the past that they were way over the, the whatever recommended temperature level. Yeah. And so they were kind of like, we're going to get sued for talking about it. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you're going to get a Uh, cease and desist. McDonald's is listening. Yeah. Um, Moving on to uh, our, our new teacher's pet, James Jacobson. We saw his awesome, uh, you know, dog network. He said, how should I introduce a brand new podcast to our existing podcast audience? And I, I, to me, this is one of those where I think sometimes because it's new and you want to bring everything you can out of it um, and you want it to be perfect. I, I, there's a part of me that kind of goes, you might be overthinking this one because I mean, what are your options? You could either, if we look at NPR and this kind of drives me nuts at times where they'll just put the whole episode down. Radio lab does that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, radio labs, the flagship and that it, it, one of the flagships. Yeah. So, uh, they just run, they'll just run that down the full thing. Hey, yeah. we created a new one. I think, what was the one about the, the amendments, the constitution? I forget what they, they created a new, um, Jad created a new one. They they played several episodes, so that's you could go that extreme. Now, how does when that happens? Like, do you like that? Do you I not like? It. It's close, like it's close to what they're. Yeah. Sometimes I just if they start, I'll give it five or ten minutes, and if I don't like it, I'll just go you know third, forward, 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 forward till it's done, and it deletes it automatically, and I'm done. Yeah, and that's that's the beauty of it is I can do that, but I think I don't think that's wrong that they do yeah. it. I think we're going to do it at Gallup. We've got a new podcast that launches Tuesday and we're going to send it down a couple of the streams that we have. Why wouldn't we like, you know, just give people an option. Now I wouldn't send a four hour show down the stream for somebody to listen to. I might send a snippet or 15 minutes. See, or, that's, that's what the right. chat, that, that would be my advice. Make a really good trailer and send it down to the other networks and then have the other net, have the other shows. If that's a network, I'm assuming that's part of the deal is, Hey, you know, this show, like this week, we're going to promote, you know, Karen's show. And then next week, we're going to promote Bill's show. And if you can have everybody kind of focus on one show, 
a month or something like that to drive traffic to a specific target. That would be my advice. Just come up with a cool trailer. And- I don't think I'd skip it. I don't think I would put it in the feed to skip. And this is MP- or this is what Radio Lab does. By the way, uh, Code Three got it. It's more perfect. The show I was thinking of. Uh-huh. I, I don't think I would replace. You know, if I'm a regular uh, Thursday guy or gal, and uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. think, and I'm going to promote it, I don't think I'd drop it down the feed on Thursday. I think I drop it down the yeah. feed on Monday. And I, I lead in with, hey, we have a new show that we want to share with you. You know, it's totally optional. Thanks for your consideration kind of thing. I think that's what I would do. That's the key, too. Because I, I A, you don't want to just like, hey, it's, it's Thursday. It's time for gym. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, who's this? So that's you don't want to confuse people. So I would definitely it would be a bonus episode. And, and I would do exactly what you said, because otherwise somebody's going to think their phone got hacked. They go to play your show and all of a sudden something else comes out. So if you're like, Hey, uh, thanks so much for listening. Just want to give you a, a heads up. There's a new show on the network or whatever, yada, yada, yada. Here it is. It's really great. Wait till you hear this and then play the whole thing or the trailer or whatever you're going to do. I'm with you on that. I don't know that I would just, you, you don't want your audience going, what's going on. That's just not good. Yeah. If, especially if they're very different, if they're close, then maybe you can get away with just playing it. But I, I still am a big fan of a lead in, you know, with the with the regular host leading it in, even with 10 seconds of, hey, we have a new podcast. We just wanted to share it with you. Thanks for listening. You yeah. Know, so never works. Uh, it's never a good idea to have your your audience confused. You know, yeah, if, yeah uh, it's just, it's just being considerate. I mean, you can do it, but I, I think it's just about being considerate and trying to think through, you know, I always try to think, what are, what are my listeners thinking at this point? What, you know, they're in their car, they're driving to work. I hear a lot of my, a lot of the ones that listen on, on the home gadget geek side, they're commuters, not anymore, but, but they were, they were commuting a lot. And so I was like, okay, what kind of experience can I give them that will, is not jarring or that they have to all of a sudden start touching buttons to figure things out? You know, I just, in my case, Long play that's consistent and mildly entertaining. That's what I'm looking for. And that's what my audience wants. That's what they've gravitated towards. So I just yeah. try to think about that experience, you know. And then uh, Chris Nessie says, have the new host as a guest on the other shows to promote. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. that's one of the things that Jordan Harbinger is part of Podcast One. And I think one of the perks of that is he gets, like, he's got to interview Adam Carolla and some of the other celebs over there. Uh, because that helps promote their show. It's great for Jordan, you know, that whole nine yards. So um, that's another advantage of that. But yeah, just anything you can do just to to get in front of the, that audience and, you know, let them know what's going on. In our case at Gallup, um, you know, we have two, we have the, the podcast, the Gallup podcast, and then I have my called the coach stuff that I do. It would make sense to just drop it down that channel or drop it down with a, um, uh, a teaser from the host of the Gallup podcast saying, Hey, this is what this is. And then played in its entirety. That would make sense. It would not make sense to do that on my, on my channel, on the, on the coaching side. It would make more sense to interview them and turn the interview into a conversation that's valuable for our coaches, the folks that are listening. And so two same company, but two totally different ways we should promote it based on the audience that's coming. So I reached out to the, the the executive producer of that show and said, 
hey, do you want, can I get those ladies on my program? And, mm. and would they be okay with an interview? And we'll, you know, in a couple of weeks, month, whatever, whatever works, we can promote the show that way. And so we're working on, you know, figuring, figuring out what that looks like. But um, it, it just, I, you can't, it, it's not a one size fits all. I think you have to kind of think about what's the audience expectation? What are they expecting at this point? And then meet him, meet him at that expectation. There you go. Jim, are you on TikTok? I am not. No, that I'm, one thing I stayed away from and I'm glad of it. Yeah, it's I had somebody this week, one of my clients, and she's just killing it on TikTok. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, and um, so I am also not on TikTok. So I say this to anyone who is on TikTok. Here's some things. This, this was from Jason Green. Oh, here's a, a, a here's a pop quiz. And Jim, I tested you this morning, and you'll be happy to know. That's right, you passed the pop quiz. One of the things that people do on Facebook is they go over and they like answer questions and things like that. In this case, Jason Green, I'm sure he actually is a really nice guy. He has pictures of his kids on his Facebook and everything else. But you know what, Jason doesn't have his website link. And I was like, Oh, so, uh, but Jim, not only has his Facebook, he's got his Twitter. You got like all your contact information when you go to the about page. Yeah. And I was like, I better have mine. And I did. So if you're using Facebook as a, uh, a way to kind of, you know, network with people, you want to do that. The other thing that's kind of fun. Cause I just did one. I don't know why, but I'm going through a second, puberty puberty Puberty. where are we where are you this morning yeah i keep um my voice keeps every now and then i did a video yesterday and i'm like and what i'm talking about and i was like what nobody likes a charlie in the box what's the brady episode what who's the kid that does that greg no it's not greg brady peter peter brady yes my step twin brother peter brady anyway um Anyway, back to TikTok, Jason Green, who, by the way, does not have a website because I was going to say, Jason, hey, from the such and such podcast at such and such, nothing. So fix that, Jason. Uh, He says, my entire promotion of my podcast is through TikTok. Today, I'm in the top five of my subcategory and top 50 in my main category in four months. Now, as neither Jim or I are on TikTok, it sounds good. I don't know if it is, but okay, we'll go with that's good. My last podcast never came close to this. Close to what, though? And I spent money on advertising. If you try TikTok, here are some tips. Uh, stick to your niche early on. That's kind of, uh, don't stray. TikTok doesn't want to see you walking your dog if your niche is surfing, unless your dog is surfing, uh, you, which is kind of good advice for everything. Uh, we might actually talk about that here in a second. Mike Rowe is having a crisis. Um, use a brief description followed by niche hashtags. Use at least three. Uh, teach, teach your niche and then provide your podcast later. I'm known as the person in my niche. Um, use more 15 second than 60 second videos. Use the trending songs, but not the trending hashtags. Fit your topic into the trending thing. That's what I like to call playing in traffic. And I, I it's one of those things where I was kind of nervous about it because you heard all sorts of weird things. Yeah, that, still not a still not a great app, by the way. Well, and, and there was a dude that just came still out by the Chinese. <laughs> well, there was a guy that just came out. Uh, who's going to lose his job when the transition from one president to the other came is, is going through. And he was kind of like, Hey, guess what? The biggest threat is to the U S it's China. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to get on TikTok." No. Well, and I think for you, for you, our U S audience, for folks that are in the United States, Instagram is just infinitely better for you. 
So it's just there's you know it, it just it just is what it is on that yeah. TikTok. It's I I would if you <laughs> I'd be very careful of that app. Very careful yeah. of that. I don't. I'm not. Listen, I'm not a tinfoil hat kind of guy. But in this one case with TikTok, just be careful. I might want to think about it. Yes, Jim. What's uh what's coming up on uh, theaverageguy.tv? Yeah, I kind of alluded to it in the beginning of this show. Ten years. We celebrated ten years of Home Gadget Geeks. Four hundred and seventy-one episodes in ten years, Dave. Tons of fun. Um, we we reminisced a little bit, but we kind of brought a whole bunch of uh of value around home storage and security. That's kind of where we started. The network was around, you know, home data storage. And so we're producing it right now. It'll be out here later. You can you can find it over at theaverageguide.tv. And uh, coming up in the post show, John is asking, he's looking for a cost-effective USB interface. Uh, you'll hear where my answer is the same almost for every question on this now. But on the School of Podcasting, I've got somebody who didn't have an audience, didn't have a big social following, started a podcast two years later, is getting about 8,000 downloads per episode. And I was like, how'd you do that? And it took me a while because it's not, he, he's just promoting it on social. There was no golden ticket. And then in the shower, because that's where all great ideas come in. I was like, that's why that worked. That's why that worked. So we're going to have, it's kind of a like, uh, we're going to be looking at the power of the niche, but also, wait, why did his show take off and mine didn't? So that'll be coming up on the uh, School of Podcasting this week. Want to give a quick shout out again to Mark over at podcastbranding.co and the awesome 34 people in the chat room here. We're here every Saturday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And uh, again, if you would like to support the show, just go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store and uh, you can become one of the awesome supporters. So everybody stick around and uh, be safe out in this lovely holiday time because... If you don't need it, don't go out. That's the advice we're getting here, at least in Ohio. But uh, stick around for some post-show. 